Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to Dice Roll, the gayest Pathfinder podcast on the planet, where it's a hard questions like, what's the going rate on a mage's magnificent mansion? But, uh, first <sighs> question, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. what is the going rate? Like what you buy a house for. Yeah. Two bucks. Two bucks, no. okay. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> I mean, is it, an, is it, I think it's an uncommon spell, so you have to like work to get it, don't you? Well, let, let me find out. Let me find out. It I'm is an uncommon sure it's spell. Uncommon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, so do you have to pay to get it? Okay, so the first thing I think that is important is... Because, like, you, you can hire spellcasters, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, it's, it's a 7-level spell, and it's uncommon. So I'm going to p- comb through the rules for a moment. Um, spellcasting services. How... Oh, gosh, there's a lot of... Turns out the core rulebook has a lot of things called spellcasting. Do you think um, that there's like magical landlords who will teach you the spell Mage's Magnificent Mansion? So here's a. Okay. <laughs> One second. One second. I'm getting the definitive answer to this. Mm hmm. Okay, so spellcasting, um, if it's seventh level, uh, mm-hmm. it costs 360 gold. Damn. But I think specifically because. Okay. Uh, spells that take a long time to cast usually cost 25% more um, mm-hmm. and uncommon spells are 100% more so yeah. 360 times 2 is 720 right? Ooh, that's a lot that's a lot perhaps uh, well no not really I mean yeah it depends on and then an extra 25% so 720 what's 25% of 720 we're doing fucking maths here everyone okay imagine it's a one time buy yeah, yeah, it's it's 900 gold, right? Yeah, yeah. However, here's the real kicker. Mm-hmm. It only lasts for 24 hours. That is true, but you can cast it again, can Does you? it... Is it affected by permanency? Okay, I, okay, permanency you probably could, but I feel... Okay, hear me out. If I... God forbid, if I were a landlord... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Rather, than cast permanency, w- rather than cast permanency, which feels um, counterintuitive, I would instead... Okay, no, I'd cast permanency, but I would probably, like, charge it, like, as if I had to come back every day and continue casting it. Uh, for That's I don't dirty. know. It is dirty, but I'm a fucking landlord. Of course I'm dirty. 
Um, I mean, shit. I, don't, I don't believe that we should be paying for any of this. I think that <laughs> all of this is, is stupid. Why would you pay for this spell? Actually, wait, holy shit, hold on. Mm-hmm, yeah? Hold on, yeah, no, wait! Permanency, what spell level is permanency? And I'd say permanency is an oh uncommon God. spell. I don't I think it's in Pathfinder um, 2 yet. In first edition, it was level 5. Okay, okay, so let's say... Oh my god, wait, there might be an actual answer for this. So if it's level 5 in a common, that'd be 160 gold. 160 plus 900, that's 1060 gold. Are you telling me that in the world of Pathfinder, you could be set, you could be making entire neighborhoods with just a few thousand uh, gold? Yeah. What? Yes. And these are like mansions. These are like good houses. Why is homelessness a thing in Pathfinder? Why isn't there a wizard who's going... <laughs> are there components that are difficult to get? No, there are no components. Okay, there, there is material, but it doesn't say that the material has to be anything... Like, it's not like you have to spend a diamond to cast it, right? Yeah. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Yeah, this is bullshit. They... they what... The house is 40 feet wide, 40 feet deep, and 30 feet tall. And it can and have any floor plan, plan you like. If I were a wizard in Pathfinder, I would just go around, I would go to local kings and be like, give me like a uh, hundred thousand gold and I'll make a hundred houses that you can fit so many people into. And these are all extra dimensional, so they don't even take up that much space because like each door, like the door is the only thing you see. Right? And you can make it invisible yeah. if you choose. The door is five feet wide and ten feet high. You could just have a small little cluster of doors, and inside you've got this demi-plane of magical houses. What the fuck? <laughs> All the wizards in Pathfinder are morally bankrupt for not doing this. <laughs> I don't think they ever considered it until <laughs> right now. What the fuck? That's a good character idea. Okay, it's an uncommon spell, so I guess. Yeah. But make it common! I was about to say who's stopping people from building the houses, and you know who it fucking is? Landlords. Abadar. The fucking Church of Abadars. Mm, you're right. Oh my god. Piece of Big shit. Big divine magic is stopping us from- <gasps> <laughs> Oh, I'm mad. Big divine magic is the root of our problem with homelessness and pathfinding. This is why lawful neutral is morally bankrupt. <laughs> I'm like kidding. their fucking actual banks, which is apparently really overflowing with money. Do we want to play some Pathfinder and stop thinking about fictional capitalism? Yes. Sure. I got actually outraged by that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So, previously in Extinction Curse, you guys uh, were putting on a show for the uh, for the Apple Town of Caston Lee. Um, and you know what? You did pretty good. Um, the people there were exceptionally rich, so when you uh, succeeded on your show, you made three times the normal amount of money, which I think added up to, like, uh, like 400 gold, which is... Whew, insane. Insane, but it's fantastic for you guys. It was great. Uh, you took uh, your way on the road after... Um, fooling Gertie Gold Pockets into thinking that uh, you would next meet her in Absalom, which probably won't come back to bite anyone on the ass. <laughs> and then you're you're mugged. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But immediately realized that actually people only turned to crime in desperate circumstances and helped them. Turned out that these muggers, the Bitter Truth Bandits, 
uh, were trying to get gold to get medicine for uh, one of their members who had been uh, falling extremely ill and on the cusp of death following a strange nightmare. Um, after taking care of him, uh, you guys quickly realized that this nightmare was uh, probably, yes, due to uh, whatever has been happening here, but is different to the one that Upper Vandy has had. Mm-hmm. All the people who have been targeted by these dreams so far have been chaotic or evil, unlike Vandy, who is, from what you can tell, a lawful good person. And the illness that was upon them was straight up abyssal plague. A divine spell which Ariato, for example, has access to. Fun. Fun. Life is good for Ariato. <laughs> Life is good for Ariato. <laughs> But surely, surely that doesn't mean anything. Um, do we do we wanna uh, do we wanna hop into character and uh, get our way on the road? I do. I, I slip mm. into something a little more comfortable, and you look at me, and I've turned into Royari. Oh my god, it's Royari from Dice or Roll. I'm such a big fan. I don't look that much different than I usually do because every time that I make a character, they have my skin tone. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so. You guys are all in the back of a caravan. Um, the caravan is a little crowded. Uh, a couple of the um, uh, refugees from the Tyrant's Grasp uh, being brought here by Celixia, the champion of Phrasma, are kind of joined here in the back with you. Um, but you are like hanging out here with uh, Braylon, Braylon Brestel, the bestiary maker. Who is kind of like flipping through a book with you guys. And he's like, okay, so it was like a giant naked mole rat. Uh-huh. Is that? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And how many eyes did you say it had? Was it four? Or was it like more or less? Sure. I think it was oh. four. I think it was four. Four, <laughs> okay. And was it like, was it like big like, um, like, big like you guys or big like woo? Like, whoa. Yeah. Okay. That's. Well, I don't think it's this, but. And he turns, uh, he shows you a picture in the book, and it is an illustration of the exact thing you saw. Whoa. Like, it's not this, right? Nope, that's right on the money. No, that's that what, what we saw. Is it? Really? Yes. Are you sure? You think I'm lying? Yes. Yes. Oh. Positive. Okay. Um. I mean, that's a little weird, but I guess it could be. Anyway, uh, this thing's a shun. Um, these are like giant mole creatures, um, 20 feet long, four really small eyes, long snout. You saw them. Mm-hmm. They, they eat um, basically anything they can catch. Mostly they like to eat cave worms. Um... They're basically blind. Most of their seeing is done through the whiskers. Um, the thing is, I did—I didn't expect to see to see this because um, most of these guys come from two different places. Um, one of them is the Darklands, mm-hmm. which I guess is feasible. But like this thing, they don't like being out in the air. You know. Mm-hmm. The other option is the Plane of Earth. So, like, it would be really hard to sneak one up from the Darklands. They're kind of huge. Mm-hmm. I don't see how it could have got here from the plane of Earth either. Maybe it got lost? 
Maybe it did get lost, I guess. But like considering all these other things, you gotta flick through his bookmark pages of like Stone Liege, uh, Golems, Zulgat, and he says, it doesn't really There seems to be a stone team going on here, you know? Yes, like dirt. <laughs> yeah, just like dirt. I'm familiar. With dirt? You know, I'm not gonna question that. And as you're all kind of like uh, talking, you actually hear something in the distance, which makes you all pause. Mm. Music. Is it good music? Very good music. Ooh. But lots of it. And the weird thing is, it almost sounds like another circus. Uh-oh. What? Concern. Ariado looks in the distance with fear. Uh, I think you kind of like glance out from the back of the wagon, kind of make your way over some of the refugees who kind of try to push themselves back so they're not in your way. And you glance out and you don't see another circus. What you do see is the town of Turpin Row with colorful smoke and music uh, kind of spewing out of it as it seems to be in the middle of a celebration. Ooh. Wow. Interesting. As you kind of like start approaching, you hear like this festival music playing. And I suppose you realize that that makes sense because from by all accounts, it seems that Turpin Row is having a festival of some side. Oh. You guys know that um, the logging town of Turpin Row lies on the far side of the Swartons of Carrick at the verge of the Immonwood Forest. The best roads to Turpin Row swing south through Caston Lee or east through Arbo. Boat roads meet at Koshaks at the edge of Potter's Lake, and the logging road runs about seven miles from Koshaks to Turpin Row. Uh, as you see, um, there's like a lot of trees that have been like cut down in this area. Uh, it seems pretty obvious to anyone passing through that Turpin Row is a logging town. The drought and uh, blight affecting other parts of the Swordlands seem to have a different effect here, uh, in that maybe it's not the trees aren't regrowing as fast as they used to. Uh, but the town is now surrounded by scrubby open country rather than old trees. Loggers still venture out to do work in the uh, logging, to bring home some of the finest wood in the Isle of Cortos. And you'd heard talk about this as, like, um, stump festival. This is probably, like, the first town that you've encountered, which is really matching your energy out the gate. Um, as the caravans start to pull into the town, um, you see that there people are dressed in colorful colors. Um, almost in, like gaudy lumberjack outfits. Um, hmm. You see, like, a maid is serving some uh, uh, cider to some people outside of a t- uh, tavern, and even she's got, like, a little, like, uh, beanie-type hat on and some um, flannel. Mm-hmm. And as you're kind of pulling in, like, you can see, yeah, wow, there's games, there's festival stuff. This is, like, this is really great. This is almost like they've set up a circus for us already, you know? Um, and thankfully your anxiety about could it be a rival circus are quickly dissuaded you just found a town which seems to be having a lot of fun already (sighs) okay well thank goodness it's a festival I saw people going to have to send another circus to the prison (laughs) it's a circus and or it's a festival and not competition I thought it was Dusklight 2.0 we won't have to get our hands dirty. Thank goodness. Well, what's in? 
Yes. I think uh, the the wagons kind of park uh, a little bit to the edge of town. Um, you guys don't necessarily like bring them all the way in, uh, but you don't like stay on the outside either. Um, mm-hmm. You park your wagons along the middle of a road, and I think you can see some people who are like, "Ooh, ah, you!" Almost like uh, you're another part of the stump festival that they haven't heard about yet. Mm-hmm. Um, you see a lot of kids pointing and like grinning, and like their mothers like, "Come on, we've got stuff to do." Um, you kind of make your way out, and uh, the professor kind of pokes his head out from like the front wagon, and he's like, "All right, this is our fort town." You know the drill by now. We have to go find uh, the mayor or whoever's in charge here. Tell them Vandy sent you. Get stuff set up, and we can start prepping for the for our show here. Sound good? Absolutely. That's good. All right. All right. Uh, and he kind of looks at uh, like there's a little um, tourist information map thing here, uh, which seems to have like been put up specifically for this festival. Um, mm-hmm. And you are seeing like a lot of people who clearly are tourists. Like, a lot of people are here. Um, ones who you, just by looking at them, don't look like lumberjacks. But they're certainly dressed as them right now. Mm-hmm. And he kind of squints and says, I'm not really seeing a town hall here, so um, you'll probably have to go look around a little bit. That's fine. We can find it. We'll hunt it down. We'll be here uh, handing out flyer- flyers and uh, hyping people up. Good luck, everyone. Thank Bye. You. Uh, so, what do you guys do? Well, let's fucking explore. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you guys all want to like look around for this uh, town hall? Um, I think Rayari's probably gonna ask people. Okay, Rayari, you turn and immediately you see your stands, and they're all dressed as lumberjacks, and there's more of them than ever. What? Oh, there's so many lumberjacks. Uh, your stands. Lots of big men and women. Oh. <laughs> Rayari's like, oh, hold, oh, oh, oh. They hand you, like, fake axes to sign. And all right. Rayari's signing them. Um, and she's like, hmm, have any of you seen a town hall? Is there one uh, here? I think they'll, like, look at each other and shatter a bit before, like, you get basically like, no, we didn't see a town hall, but, like, we can look for you if you like. Yes, please. Okay. So everyone, uh, you guys can all make me a diplomacy check. Holly is more looking at the fucking festival itself. <laughs> you can still roll diplomacy. You might find it, uh, more stuff out. He wants to win a yeast can. Not a yeast can. Yeast can. Oh my god. He wants a yeast can. How much money is he going to spend for that? How how many Twitch, stream, okay, how many Twitch followers are going to give him money for that? All of it. 26. Okay. 26. Okay. So you all find some stuff out, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Volio, uh, after you... You don't really do much hard looking for this place. I think you're just taking in the festival. And yeah. um, I think a small child is kind of staring at you before, like, running up and he hands you, like, an, like uh, a piece... A, pe- a lollipop that looks like a, a cut log, if that makes sense. Like, you know, with mm-hmm. the rings and everything. Mm-hmm. What's this? A gift for me? Yeah, are you from out of town? I am. How could you tell? Are you here for a stump festival? Right, you are. Of course I am. 
it's it's here. Um, it's gonna be here for two weeks. Ooh, yes. And there's food, and there's games, and there's like the the men. They're going to do lots of events. Um, Ooh, like men doing events. <laughs> with, with with strong being strong and skillful to win mm-hmm. prizes. Um, and there'll be lots of marriages. Um, marriages. Yeah, and Dingo Dre is gonna be performing. He's gonna, he's gonna do. Dingo Dre. Yeah. <laughs> oh my fuck? god. <laughs> he's gonna Dre. win the the top stumper prize. Oh, but I can't wait to see it, Sin. I'm Team Dingo. <laughs> you and me both, little one. He like kind of like pats their head. He looks so fucking pleased. <laughs> when when is Dingo going to uh, perform? Uh, I think it's gonna be uh, s- soon. Right. You see, you'll see it. It's it's at the river. If you go to the river at the mill, there it's it'll be soon. Okay. Oh yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you so much for all the wonderful information. I can't wait. He kind of like smiles and kind of skips away. Loving looked really pleased to talk to a fucking clown. He's like, yeah, day made. Talk to a clown. <laughs> well, he eats that lollipop. He, he unwraps it. And he just bites into it. Terrifying. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ariato, uh, you kind of like uh, get some more like serious talk nearly. Uh, from, like, an old couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, after talking to them a bit, like, basically, yeah. This is just a festival which is here to, um... to celebrate, uh, Turpin Rose past. And, uh, they're kind of, like, nodding a little bit. You get the feeling that these guys got married at a, a stump festival years and years ago. Uh, uh-huh. But, uh, he's kind of, like, they're kind of, like, nodding and says... Oh yeah, Turpin Row is primarily a logging town. Uh, it wasn't always that. It, it's second industry, and the source of the town's original name is distilling terp spirits from the local tree resin. Oh yeah, yeah, it's used in uh, paints and liniment. Uh, there's actually a distillery in the woods a few miles outside of town. Uh, oh. wh- wh- what were you looking for again? The town hall? <laughs> Oh, we don't have a town. We don't have a mayor, as it were. Although, maybe, maybe you should look into, um, you'd probably want to talk to Commissioner Eichner. Oh, okay. See, this town is actually, the land is uh, all private, technically. It's all owned by the Yalber Consortium. They do all the logging. It's the reason why we moved away from Terp Distillery to logging. Uh, so... Commissioner Eichner is probably the person you'd want to talk to about that kind of thing. Okay, okay. I see. Thank you. Oh, have a great stump festival, my dear. You too. Um, and Royari, uh, you, after, uh, doing a little bit of searching, mm-hmm. um, you, uh, you have, hear some people also telling you about the distillery, mm-hmm. and, uh, I think it's, like, just some gossip that's happening. Yeah. Usually distillery people come into town for a stump festival. Like, they live up there, but they haven't come down this time. It's strange. Normally, the distillery shuts down for a few days. But I guess whoever's in charge of the distillery really hates fun. <laughs> uh, that's yeah, possible. It's just, it is a shame. Like, really, the fact that, like, 
they're being put to so much work right now. If so the Alborough Consortium wasn't in charge of this land, you know that Mayor Vandy up in Carrick would probably, you know, object to it, but he can't really do much because, you know, private land. Uh. Most people here is employees or people helping employees. Eh, it's whatever. That is fascinating. Is there a person in, like, in charge that I can, that we'd be able to find? Uh, for the distillery? Uh, well, more like the mayor. Actually, the distillery, have you just not seen them? Oh yeah, no, they just haven't come down. Which, like, they live up there, so it's not weird not to see them. But they just haven't come down, which is really... You know, money grabby of whoever's in charge of the distillery, if you ask me. That's weird. Well... Yeah, you're telling me. <laughs> they look a little bit frustrated at <laughs> capitalism for a second. Um, Rari's like, well, thank you. Have a great stump festival! I will! Good luck stumping! I... Mm, okay. <laughs> Whatever that means. You guys, uh, are able to, uh, make your way... Um, to like to meet up again mm. uh, you find your way to, back to each other outside a charming uh, store uh, with the words Gertie Goldpockets Goldpockets Emporium established 4719AR where adventure goes we follow and you're able to discuss with each other about what you've learned there's this dude named Dingo and he fucking owns a dude named Dingo and he owns yes yes apparently you sound like a 15 year old and also what <laughs> I didn't find anything useful, but I did uh, find out about an event that will happen. I don't fucking know, but he sounds cool, so I want to watch. I mean, we definitely can if there's things going on. Festivals are fun, even though our life is essentially one. <laughs> what did you find? Uh, I found out that the the they don't have a mayor per se, but they do have someone that they that kind of leads this place called uh, Commissioner Eichner. Ooh. We could... No mayor. We could... No mayor, no rules. I doubt that there are no rules. Um, Who's going to enforce them, the mayor? The commissioner, man. Um, <laughs> we, could go f- we could go find this commissioner guy and see if there's any possibility that we could perform here and also figure out um, nobody from the distilleries has come down and see if, uh, and see if there's any reason for that that they know of. Alright. Uh, so are you hoping to go check out the, uh, Yaldor Consortium and talk to Commissioner Iker? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, well, you make your way down. It's not suit too hard now that you know where you're looking for. Uh, it's a big building. You kind of, like, assumed it was, like, a business at first, which... You guess it is? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you kind of, like, look around. It is, like... I don't really know how to explain it. Um, like, this town as a whole, uh, it is very much so, like, mostly made of wood. Um, but, like, this building, I guess the best way of putting it is... Um, it looks like it should be made of marble, but instead it's made of birch. Huh. Um, it's, like, a big, beautiful ma- uh, mansion where, like, a lot of the, uh, 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 like, there's, like, columns and stuff, you know, like, that kind of, like, architecture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it is made completely of wood, which is surprisingly well kept. Wow. And uh, you kind of like make your way inside and, uh, you know, there's a secretary. Uh, There's a lot of secretaries. This is definitely a business. It smells like pine in here. And uh, the secretary like uh, gives you a number, makes you wait in line. Uh, after going through the bureaucratic system of, hey, can we meet with the commissioner? We've got a good note from Vandy. Uh, you eventually are fast-tracked into meeting with Commissioner Iker. <laughs> and uh, you meet Iker in his office. Um, again, it is mostly wood. Um, he is a dwarf, and I guess the best way of describing him is he looks if um, Droopy the dog was a was a dwarf fascinating okay uh he's got like real bad eye bags and like a face that's kind of like um his face looks like there's like there's no tension whatsoever it's just kind of hanging limply nearly and he kind of looks up at you from his stacks of paperwork he's got a little business suit on and he looks up and he's like yes um hello we're with the circus that's been going around. I assume you've heard things. Um, the circus. Wayward wonders. Wayward wonders. Um, all right. We were wondering if we could perform here. Um. Can you tell me a little bit more about your business, please? Um. I mean, well, we're a circus. We have clowns, and we have mammoths, and we have a golem that uh, juggles balls, and we have aquakinetists, and we have singers, and we have a, a shuni who can sing, uh, mm, and we have a sexy person. We do! Yes. Uh, fascinating, I'm sure. Not to mention a stuffed T-Rex. Uh... What what are your business plans, as it were, here in Turpin Row? Uh, perform here? Mormon? Just for a night. Can you tell me more about what this would entail? Like, like the performance? No. Well, we set the... up a tent. Yes, uh, thank you. Like that, where... yes. You set up a tent. Yes, we set up a tent in a place where... Uh, there is space flights. People come on the days that we perform after we um, do advertisements for it. People sit and they watch us do silly things and it brings in money. Yes, I'm sure it will bring in money. Um, you must forgive me, but I'm not sure I can accept. <laughs> Sorry. Why not? Well, I'm not sure if you noticed, but presently... The town of Turpin Row is having a uh, festival of its own right, the Stump Festival, which is all proceeds go towards uh, the town itself and the Yalbaru Consortium. Um, so having a separate non-consortium-owned performance would draw attendance away from the Stump Festival and therefore away from the city coffers that received Stump Festival's proceeds. You can't have a huge event every day, do you? There's yes. no single day that uh, you're not doing anything that we can perform. Look, the way it is, is that if you set up a 
rivaled business, as it were, it would be... Uh, you would take away from the food that we sell to ongoers with your own. You would take away from the time spent on the floor of the Stump Festival. Uh, and you would distract even our own performers with a second performance, as it were. How about this? And Volio kind of leans down, and they put their hands on, like, his desk, probably. Uh, just kind of lean over. And they're like, You said that uh, everything that has, like, all uh, has proceeds going to your coffer? Yes. But if we made you a cut... Would you allow us in? Hmm. I suppose if you were to pay a fee, it would be acceptable. And how much would you vote? To offset this loss of funds, I would request 500 gold. It's a funny joke. You see, I'm a clown. I tell jokes. You, you're pretty you, good. You should join you us must, one day. You must understand, I have a bottom line to take care of. And while I did receive a nice note from one Upper Vandy, whom I have nothing but respect for, this town is a business, you must see. And even this festival is merely a fundraiser for said business, much like a... Uh, uh, a large-scale bring-your-daughter-to-work day. <laughs> what is it you're raising for? Um, what's, what's your goal? What's your bottom line? Make a lot of money, more than last year, for? and continue to make for, for us to be more rich. Okay. <laughs> it's a business. That's the goal of businesses put money into the pockets of those who run the business and to give jobs to those who work for the business. Now, Mr. Mr. Eichner. Um, Commissioner Eichner, please. Mr. Eichner was my father and he was nowhere near as successful as I am. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was waiting when that joke was going to come about. Oh, my bad. Commissioner Eichner, I'm not going to do all that shit, I'll tell you that now. Uh, I'm not going to pay $500 to set up camp, because that is usually what we make with our performance. Right? Yes? Well, it seems I'll that you I'll settle you're... for less. You can settle for less if you wait until the stump festival is over in two weeks. You're asking us to wait two weeks. Yes. Uh, however, if you did wait for those two weeks, I would still need to charge you 250 gold to offset the loss of productivity from the loggers' attendance at the circus. You know, Commissioner Eichner, no visit we've been has charged us. You know that. Nowhere you've been has been a business, I'm sure. My dear Volio, why don't we come back in a little while? We are not the only people who work at the circus, nor are we the only people who are in charge of running it. Um, so perhaps if we spoke to the people that we work with, um, we could figure out what to do. 
gnashes his teeth and he's like, Oh, you're right. Oh, you're right. I, like to, uh, <laughs> I, can, uh, I will be seeing you later. Rara's like, I can sense a murder about to happen. Well, we'll have a talk I, later. I no. wish you all the best of luck. Although, do be aware if you perform without my going forward, it will be grounds to give you a hefty fine. Uh huh. Good evening to you all. Enjoy the stump festival. Good luck stumping. Rari walks out and is like, after going, like, hi. Um, and looks to the others and is like, We're performing. Of course we are. Are you kidding me? That's why I was saying- if we have to set up outside of the border of this stupid little fucking I was going to say, Ariato, Volio. I mean, we're probably going to have to ask what, like, the others, what they think would be a good idea as well. But if we're left with no other option, technically, if we're outside of the town's borders, they can't get mad at us because it's not in- they cannot. Exactly. He can't do shit, and if he tries, I'll beat the shit out of him. Oh my god. I'll do it. I'll hit an old man. Okay, Volio. I don't care how tired he is. Ariato, what are your thoughts? I mean, outside of the town is fine. I mean, we're out of the border of said town, so we could do it. <laughs> be very easy. He gives us a fine, I'll kill his dog. No! Okay. Why don't we go and speak to the professor? There's already um, animals being crucified. Let's not do that. <laughs> oh, goodness. Let's go speak to the professor and see what he thinks so we don't start committing petty acts without his permission. My existence is a petty act. So is mine, dear. <laughs> I think all of ours are petty acts in some person's life. And that's why we're an adventuring party. It's true. Uh, Let's head back. All right. Uh, You guys make your way back. And I think as you're making your way back and leaving, you hear an eruption of cheers. Oh, yeah. Ringo. Ringo Star. Ringo Star. As you're kind of walking out, you see the river, um, which is running through um, the town. Mm. And, well, it's... Certainly something. Uh, What you guys see is um, several tree trunks standing upright for a climbing competition at the edge of town near a wide stream. In the stream itself, logs float for a competition where two loggers stand on a log to spin it and topple each other. Townspeople have gathered uh, around the area as loggers move into place and cheering erupts at the sound of a horn as the log rolling begins. Uh, You see loggers uh, begin climbing the tree trunks using a hatchet in each hand. And most of it is really impressive, but something kind of like um, bursts out from the cr- like bursts out from the other competitors. Mm-hmm. Um, it is one particular man, a lean-looking fellow with a head of shockingly red hair, who considerably outpaces his fellows. Um, he climbs using the hatchets in his hands as if they were like extensions of his body, and he climbs so fucking fast. Once he lands on the top. He gives a deep bow to the cheering crowd before doing a backflip off the log. He lands on one of the logs in the stream below, spinning it in his landing and sending the two competitors on a log flying. The red-haired logger then begins running in place while spinning his log, only to be met with laughs and raucous applause from the crowd. 
and you hear the crowd chanting, Dingo! 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 Folio fucking sprints over and he's like, Go, Dingo, go! Ariato, I think that we've found the Dingo man. Pretty good. He is pretty good. Um, He's pretty he hot. is. Oh my god, here's the thing. He's obnoxiously attractive. Fuck. He's got like a nice full beard and a mustache. His hair's kind of curly. Um, and he is, of course, wearing flannel. Uh, and he's got like nearly a blush in his cheeks at all times. Um, and he's kind of like bowing uh, dramatically to the crowd. He got rosacea. Um, <laughs> Leave him alone. And uh, you can see, like, kind of pushing out from the crowd. And Royari, you you are shocked to see this, but it appears he has stands. He's hot enough. Dingo, sign my shirt. Dingo, sign my axe. Ariato, my 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 group of stands is better than that. Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> you can see. He's. I think. Would you all like to make a quick perception check at him? Yes. Uh huh. Sure. <laughs> 27. Uh, 33. Okay, Ariato, you can tell that this man is visibly embarrassed by uh, the fans, and he is extremely oh. nervous looking. You can see he's oh. kind of like seizing up a little bit now that he's off the log. He's a completely different man off the log. Oh no. Oh, oh honey. Oh, oh, oh. He's shy. He's also startlingly young. He looked like... he Like, you didn't tell because of, like, the beard at first, but he looks like... 20. Oh my mm. god, he's a I'm year older than me. That's younger <laughs> than Rayari. That's a hundred years younger than me. Jesus. <laughs> also, a few years, give or take. Why don't we go speak to him? I would love to! <laughs> I'm a big Dingo fan. <laughs> I've, you just heard about him today. I'm sure you are, Folio. <gasps> Do you think he'll let me be part of his posse? You're not allowed to join another posse. I'm not even in yours. <laughs> yes, but you're part of my, my personal posse. Oh, my God. I can be in two. Would you, uh, do you want to, like, try and get up to him? Yeah. Yes. This is not easy to do. <laughs> Um, I think when you first approach, uh, Royari, you get an elbow into the stomach and back off uh, by one of the stands. It's my turn to talk to him next. Royari's about to commit murder. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you lay your hands on me! Um, however, I think you eventually persevere and uh, you make your way up to him. Very backwards over someone to land in front of him. He kind of like is very quietly trying to like pull away from the crowd as you guys come up to him and he goes oh as you kind of corner him off as a oh <laughs> goodness uh good eye hello hi, there hi. hi dingo i'm such a big fan oh thank you we saw your little performance you did so well oh right thanks we saw those hatchets and shit fucked up yeah thanks um, cool, nice conversation. You did okay? Ari sort of holds out a hand and is like, Hello, I'm with the circus. My name is Rayari, and these are my friends. Ah, uh... Are you doing alright? 
<laughs> he is very... You are all seeing very quickly that this man is extremely awkward. Are you panicking? Uh, nah, I'm... You know, I, uh, I'm Bingo Dry. Oh, I know. <laughs> uh, he kind of like looks... He looks at all of you and I think... What, I want you all to make another quick uh, perception check again. Okay. 31. Damn. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! Oh, He's no. a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> um, alright. Royari, what did you roll? I rolled a 25. Okay. Ariato, you don't fucking notice. You are just all smiles. Royari and Volio, however, you quickly realize... Oh God, he's extremely flustered by Ariato's presence specifically. Rory, <gasps> side eyes, Rory. Rory squints and is like, "Are you okay?" This is extremely in character. I want you to know. Rory <laughs> <laughs> visibly changing attitudes. Are you okay? <laughs> uh, yeah, no. What's I'm... the problem? Huh? What? What's the problem? <laughs> Ariana looks at both of them like, Are you guys okay? Oh, of Perfectly course. Perfectly fine, Ariana. Oh, no, sorry, I'm dear. Uh, Don't worry about it. Rest your head. Uh, <laughs> yes, sweet times. Don't worry. I got you. I'll protect you. Don't worry. <laughs> protect your parents. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, what's something, something going on? You got a problem? No. I, a I staring can, like, issue? No, I- what? No, I can I leave you. if you all, you all prefer. No, 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 there's no need to leave. Right, well, um, I- I'm- Your name's Roy Ari, what- What's the rest of you's names? Um... This is Volio. I'm Volio. <laughs> yeah? Nice to meet you. And I'm Ariato. Hi. <laughs> right, <laughs> nice to meet you all, um, Volio uh, Ariato. Um, he just kind of stands there. Um, he looks <laughs> extremely awkward, and I think the two of you are, are like, Ariana, you don't fucking notice shit, but like, no, and she, <laughs> she's just sitting here, like, is every everyone just got really weird? What the fuck? <laughs> Talk about that in bed. He kind of like clears his throat a little bit, and he's like, um, so yeah, you're with the circus, did you say? Yes, mm-hmm. yes, and we're trying to uh, perform here. Are you all circus performers? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Oh, a, a circus performance is going to fit in great with the rest of the Turpin Festival. Uh, Turpin, the rest of the Stop Festival. Not legally. Oh, that's your commissioner. <gasps> yes, the oh. commissioner is trying to... Wait, you're popular! Wait, 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 hold on. People like you. Uh, uh m- Maybe. And you're a big moneymaker. They do. Do you there think no that you could uh, do us a favor? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh. Uh? Wait, no. So s- your commissioner is going to try and charge us a price to perform here. An outrageous fucking price. Absolutely terrible. Awful. But what if you got it at a discount? Wink. Uh, I. I. I can try talk. You want me? Put in a good word for us. He looks so fucking confused. You're starting to wonder, ah, poor man. Ariato and I would be so happy if you did. Oh, well, I can give it a shot, I guess. Wonderful. 
thank you so much. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no problem. Um, wait, so are you like a, a traveling circus? Yes. yes. <laughs> We've been all around the Swordlands. All oh, right. I bet you got plenty of people who got acts like me in there. Who got what? Plenty of acts who got like in people like me in there. Yeah. Yes, we do. Yeah. Like you got lots of lumberjacks who climb trees. Oh no! We don't Nothing have like any it. of them. I bet it would be pretty good to have. It would. Yes, it would be. I mean, yeah. More variety. He kind of like clicks his tongue for a second. Um. Uh. I mean, is this like a? Did you come up here to offer me a job or like? What was this? Was it just a, oh. a favor? Well, we came or? over. Well, we did we came over to say hello since we were. We had become. I thought you cool. We had become aware of Leo here that you existed. That so was a hello. A small child told me your name, and I've been so excited. Oh wow! Um, you got any spaces in um that circus then? Like, are you asking if you are you asking if we want to hire you for the circus? You could just say that, like it's good. Uh, sorry, I didn't want to. Be... Do you want to join? Well, I don't know. That's the thing. Um, well, you could always tour. See, the thing is, like, I've I'm from here in Immenwood, but like, I grew up here with my dad, and me and I never really saw other people because we were always working, and mm-hmm. I'm not even from Turpin Row. I'm actually out in the woods. Um, oh, oh, you're a woodsman. Yeah, but pneumonia took my dad last winter, and you know. Oh, that fucking sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry for your loss. I, so I've got nothing really else to do, and like uh, you know, life in the surface could be pretty cool, but life in a logger and you know, maybe settling down with a family of my own one day would be nice too. He kind of stares at the floor for a moment. <laughs> Yes, I see. Anyways. That sounds nice. Rayari is going to die. (laughs) She she looks at him and is like, well, we can, um, you can visit the, uh, I mean, it's not really a set up circus right now, so you wouldn't be seeing it like it's full everything, but you could talk to, um, the professor or something. He's will definitely consider you. He's our ring he's our ringleader now. Right. Mm-hmm. You could talk to him and then tour the area and see if it's the right fit for you. I mean the circus is a change, but I prefer it to sitting and living in a house, so Right, yeah. Um he kinda of clears his trophy. He is you thought Axel was bad, but Axel can string sentences together. <laughs> this poor, poor man. Axel is charming compared to this guy. Axel's charming in general. <laughs> you say so. Axel's got the awkward charm. He kind of like <laughs> clears his throat a little bit, and he's like, um, "But yeah, um, I, I'll I'll try talk to Mishnah and you know uh, see if I can help, and you know if I'll come." Come by and check. Do you, where are you going to be, you know, with the circus? It's never on the outside of town. Yeah, and we'll probably be there. Um, It's just a bunch of wagons. It's very colorful. It, uh, eclectic people. Right. 
you see a bunch of weirdos, that's us. That, right, yeah. Quite frankly, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> weirdos affectionate. Well, um, I'll, I'll, I'll see you, see you all around, I, I suppose. Um, uh, good luck, uh, happy Sun Festival, and, uh, you know, keep a candle lit for me to be his top stumper. He kind of shows up two tums awkwardly. Oh, anything for you, Dingo? Of course. And with that, he kind of, like, he fucking, like, stands there for a second, then he, like, bows, and then, like, he immediately, like, stops bowing and fucking shuffles the fuck out of there. What the hell? Rary looks to Ariato and, um, and hugs her close and goes, Did he, he didn't say anything weird or awkward to you, did he? I mean, he was just awkward in general. What are you talking about? Speaking of, what the hell was that? <laughs> he was trying to come on to you, my dear sweet Ariato. What? He clearly was. No, he was just weird. No, he was <laughs> definitely looking at you like... He's looking at you like he kept glancing over and being awkward and... Boys aren't awkward like that unless they're being... I mean... He has into you. Oh. Okay. I'll keep that in mind when he's around, I guess. What do you mean by that? I, I I'll mean, take him out back if you want me to, if you don't like him. I, I, I don't know anything about this guy. Like, I don't know I mean, anything. Okay. I... That's <laughs> real close to somebody for me to feel anything, and I... Just, he was just weird. <laughs> I simply worry about you. I, that, that's fine. I, I was just... He was just weird. <laughs> he was very, very, very weird. I've never seen anybody act that awkward. And Axel is in the circus world. Axel has, like, and, the awkward charm, though. And believes that he has a magic stone making him more confident. Volio. <laughs> uh, Ariato, demisexual canon? Demisexual completely canon. Fuck yeah, yeah, let's go! <laughs> I love her. I love her. Okay. So that was a ting. Um, you met the, the potential top stumper who, uh, while dashingly attractive, is also painfully awkward and also uh, maybe attracted to Ariato. You know. It happens. Um, uh, I mean, who, who can fucking blame him, right? Uh, <laughs> so that's, that's what's happened so far. Do you guys want to head back to uh, the camp and talk with them? Okay, uh, you make your way back to the camp, and you kind of like uh, all group up. The circus hasn't like really unpacked or anything because like they're still parked in the road. Um, uh, as you're kind of like meeting up with everyone, uh, they mostly hand out a lot of flyers, and uh, the professor kind of claps his hands together when he gets when he sees you coming. He's there with Zaralel, and uh, Zaralel and him are in the middle of a conversation, and Zaralel is blushing bright teal and you see the reason why is because she has um plushies in her arms and they're all of herself oh <gasps> that's cute and uh she kind of looks up at you and she's like oh hi guys um the the merch the merch for the for the shows he here the stuff you ordered Harriato <laughs> go to mini me's how do you guys like him how do you guys like him i I'm, I'm buying all the ones with me. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I knew they'd be a hit. <laughs> Honestly, I don't blame you. I um, at least two of them are, are mine. 
she she looks extremely embarrassed, but you realize, holy shit, she's bought like seven or eight plushies all of herself. That's so cute. <laughs> um, and she kind of like ducks back and says, sorry, I'll just want to let you know that they're here. And the press Thank is like, you. Right, yeah, thank you. And he turns to you and says, well, all right, so where are we setting up, everyone? Are we close? Uh, hopefully we're close enough to the town itself. Like, this could be really good for our, like, our pockets. There's a lot of people here, like a lot of people here. Oh, it's really funny that you ask, actually. Um, the commissioner is a piece of shit and a bitch and he sucks. And um, he wants us to pay a large fee of 500 gold to set up. Yeah. 500 gold? And if we wait until the festival's over, it'll only be 200 for workers' compensation. Bloody hell. But we, we don't even have 500 gold in our coffer. That was after our most successful show ever. Yes, I know. And that is why, Professor, would it be legal if we set up right outside of town? Uh, rats. Um, technically, yes, it's legal, but my real concern here is how far we would have to be. Um, oh, I have an idea for that. We could take one of the wagons and have it be like a little bus. A shuttle wagon? Yes, a shuttle wagon. Oh my god. Smart, right? See, the thing is, I'm worried that if we put up this means no advertising or anything. No, um... But he didn't say that we could advertise. He never said we couldn't. Did you ask? No. Ugh. It's not illegal to give people flyers. We said that we were going to talk to you before we went, like, back or anything. So... Always bury him alive. That's not really enough. <laughs> It could be. What? It is. It is. I mean, Professor. he goes missing for a few days and he's gonna miss it and he can't find us. I mean, it, it could be. I'm just saying. I'm not saying we should, I'm just saying we could. It, it's something that could feasibly be done. Oh. It could happen. <laughs> what is going on here? Uh, Good ideas. You have a fever? I think the volio's rubbing off on the professor. Use grins. Look, I have to respect my elders here. Yes, exactly. Um, I think... Uh, <laughs> good job we... listening, little boy, and he pats him on the hand. Hey, I'm a good little boy. <laughs> um, I think as this is happening, Zyralel, who is uh, still kind of like in the vicinity, kind of looks up and she says, I mean, what if you made a bad political move to make you not perform here? A bad political move? Yeah, like, what if you made people really, really like you and be really mad that you're not allowed to perform? Oh, you are so very smart. It's true. Yeah, because, like, I mean, you... you can, she kind of puts all her things down. She kind of shuffles back up to you guys and puts her hands together. And she's like, I've been with you guys for, like, a few months now. Like, mm -hmm. two months? Is that it? Something like that. Two wonderful months. Point is... I've kind of seen what you guys do. You kind of make everywhere you go fall in love with you by saving their butts. <laughs> That's true. Like... I didn't hear about any danger around. Uh, look for it. 
Oh, we could make it. We are not uh, making it. We could look for it first. We could look for it first. Wait. I don't want to wreck the town, please. Well, I was like, let's set Bardo free for a while. Absolutely not. He could hurt somebody. Bardolf could never hurt somebody. He does. He's he's limp. He's old. He's a sweet little angel. He's and he's not going to be any danger. But people will piss themselves regardless. They're scared of bears. But to be fair, there are lumberjacks. They are very strong. Yeah, they have axes. Um, they could hurt the bear. <laughs> How about I dress up in the T-Rex skin? Real fast. If it's something that is visibly from the circuit, I I think just looking for trouble is probably your best bet. You got me there. Regardless, um, I think uh, the professor shrugs and says, Look, the point is, we can still technically advertise in the meantime and do our regular stuff, but have to be on the outside of town. Um, Mm -hmm. Once uh, you've, like, hopefully become popular enough in the town's people, we can uh, put on the show as normal. But that goes... does probably mean we're going to have to I don't think you guys are going to be able to go off escaping to look for any uh, Aridan stones or uh, is that what they're called? Aeon yes. stones. Aeon. Aeon yes. You won't yes. be able to look for any of those uh, this week until after the show because we're going to have to have all hands on. What a pity. The professor blinks one at a time and says anyway um, <laughs> hopefully you're able to figure it out and uh until then, I suppose, we'll set up on the outside of town. Put out flyers anyway. Uh, hopefully it goes well. Hopefully we don't get in trouble with the law. That would be bad for our reputation. Well, there is this, like, super popular performer that we asked to, like, put in a good word for us. So yes. we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. That's a good start. That's a good start. Very good. Very good. Other than that... Well, I guess we have to unpack and uh, otherwise get ready. So, who wants to go help with that? He calls out to everyone else and there's like, uh, from everyone else. The, <laughs> the touring has been taking a toll on them. It's been a busy few weeks. <laughs> but yeah, do uh, do you guys want to enter some downtime for the week and uh, yeah. potentially see what else you can do? Yes, mm-hmm. but my brain, for some reason, really thought that you were going to say that uh, do you want to go into some debt? Would you like to go into debt? No. Yeah. Okay. Apparently well, good for the economy because capitalism is horrible. Yay. <clears throat> anyway. Dice will roll will return after these messages. Hey everyone, and thanks for listening to another episode of Dice Will Roll, the gayest award-winning Pathfinder podcast on the planet. <laughs> if you haven't heard the news, um, Dice Will Roll has uh, just been announced to have been one of the five winners of the Audioverse Awards 2020 for an improvised production. Uh, The fact that we, out of hundreds of nominees, uh, were one of the winners alongside other big shows like Rusty Quill Gaming and Rude Tales of Magic is kind of insane. (laughs) To celebrate, we are going to be doing another dice giveaway on our Twitter. If you've been watching the show for a while, you probably know the drill by now. Uh, Sharing this, liking it, replying with a hard question will all get you entries into getting a free set of Heartbeat Dice. Uh, These are pride-flagged themed dice. They are absolutely fucking wonderful. Um, I seriously love Heartbeat, and if you are a gay tabletop gamer, chances are you love them too. 
we're going to be giving a couple of these out and uh, this time we're also going to be adding a thing where if you make a piece of fan art that'll get you multiple entries into the prize. So this is your chance to uh, really show the love for Dicer Roll and uh, for us to give you something back. Seriously thank you for like helping get our show this far. Like two years ago we were just a bunch of <laughs> we were just a bunch of newbies to the tabletop uh, you know podcast scene and we were fighting some bandits in a trading post and wondering what the future held for us and now here we are saving the world with a bunch of clowns <laughs> and who knows what's next in the future so seriously thank you all so much for helping with that make sure to go enter that competition you can find that on dicewillroll at twitter.com all one word and uh yeah again thank you all so much good luck have fun and enjoy the rest of the episode and as always everyone keep it rolling the year is 2225, and the end of the universe is nigh. Welcome to the Junket Podcast. The Junket Podcast is an actual play and really gay TTRPG adventure currently running the Maelstrom campaign, a science fiction take on Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition featuring spaceships, space aliens, and a whole bunch of space gays. Follow a found family of misfits and miscreants on a cosmic caper that features science and magic, love, loss, and a whole lot of laughter. Who knows, maybe they'll even save the universe or something along the way. Did that tickle your fancy? If it did, new episodes launch every other Thursday at 5pm GMT on all major and minor podcasting platforms. See you soon in the Maelstrom Galaxy. Do you want to make a podcast, but you're just not sure where to start? Do what we did, and try out Anchor.fm. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. For one thing, it's free. There's also tons of uh, creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It'll distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even some places I've never even heard of. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So, yeah, you want to make a show? Go for it. Download the free Anchor app today or go to Anchor FM to get started. We now return to Dice Will Roll. So, um, it is a moon day, everybody. Moon day. Um, moon you day. are in the town of Turpin Row and the Stump Festival is in full swing. Um,. I will give you a few quick heads ups that you uh, have kind of noticed from the town already. Um, there are a lot of cork boards around town. Like, a lot! Like, one on nearly every street. Um, you get the idea that these are, like, usually used for announcements or uh, the Yalbor Consortium. But, hey, these are pretty good places to put flyers. Um, something else that you have kind of figured is that the performances here that seem to be getting the most attention are dangerous acts performed as public spectacles. It really seems to excite the crowds here. So you get a feeling that uh, a plus, you will get a plus one check on any tra uh, tricks with the injury trait. So keep that in wow. mind. Ones that could have grievous consequences will be the most popular. Okay. Hmm. All right. So it is Moon Day. Uh, you are able to uh, advertise if you want. 
or if you want to do anything else, Ariato, uh, you know that that priest that should be in Carrick will be here in Turpin Row. Um, if you want to finally track that guy down from ages ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you could also just look around, look for uh, trouble, as it were, stuff that you could maybe um, clear your good names with. Um, or you can do the normal uh, circus stuff of buying candy, buying stuff. The merchandise has arrived, so uh, actually your anticipation is already at 25. Sick. Which is sexy. Fucking great, which means you won't spend as much time advertising this time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, what do you guys want to do? Is there anything in particular that any of you have in mind? Does anyone in the circus have, like, knives? Uh... Oh, gosh. What a sentence. That's <laughs> scary. Beelzebub <gasps> juggles swords. Knives. Yeah, Beelzebub juggles swords. Um... I'll, re- I'll resort to that if no one else is like knives. Like daggers. Uh, let me see. You know that the dwarven shores all have clan daggers, but that's more of like a ceremonic, like, dwarven thing, not a performance mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Uh, Ariato has a dagger. <laughs> <laughs> that's one. Ariato has a dagger. Elion and um, Esme might have dagger stuff as well, but they are like stagehands and animal caretakers rather than actual people yeah. who... Oh, wait! You do know! Uh, you know that um, Celexia, the champion, she specializes in daggers. Oh, Phrasma. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's gonna take a visit to Celexia then. Okay. Uh, well, Volio, Moonday, uh, you make your way over to Celexia, who is kind of like sitting with, um, like, on a stool, kind of like under a tree, as she watches um, some of the kids, refugees playing with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, they're safe here, and it's calm, and it's on the way to Carrick's. Well, technically, it's the exact opposite direction to Carrick, but it's on the way to Carrick metaphorically. Yeah. So, Volio, what's up? Volio kind of he, he they stroll over to Celixia and they mm-hmm. start waving, and they're like, "Celixia, my friend, I have a favor to ask of you." Uh, I think she turns her head and she cocks at you. Um, Esty, can I borrow your daggers? She raises her eyebrows and uh, puts her hands on her hips. And I think she knows that, like, uh, sign language isn't going to go fire with you. So she just shakes her head in confusion. <laughs> oh, I was going to juggle him. It's for a trick. She stands up and puts her hands on her hips and raises an eyebrow. And Don't worry, I'm classically trained. It's okay. A lie. She shakes her head again and she pulls out her dagger and points at it and, like, really points at it. And you see, like, there's a symbol of Phrasma engraved onto it, and that it is, like, uh, an embalming dagger. And she looks at you again, and she puts her hands on her hips. Is it cursed? She shakes her head, and she points at the Phrasma symbol. If it clicks me, do I fall into a deep sleep? She makes a stabbing motion at you. (laughs) Oh, yes, I could stab myself, but I'm not going to, so don't worry. Just let me borrow them, yes? She rolls her eyes, and I think she whistles out, and mm-hmm. um, Boolaroo kind of like s- j- jugs out. He's like, "What's going on?" Right, what's all this then? Boolaroo, I'm trying to borrow three daggers from Celixia over here, and I would, I need you to, I, I would be fine with them. I just need uh, to borrow them is all. Uh, Celixia starts signing very quickly and very angrily, <laughs> and Boolaroo is like, "I'm not saying that." 
No, say it. Um, basically, what she's saying is that like these are ceremonic daggers she uses for her, her religious purposes. They're not really the kind you use for juggling. They're the type you use for cutting open a dead body. I can convert if it makes you comfortable. She pauses and then shakes her head. <laughs> oh, <laughs> briefly, briefly, she is tempted. Briefly considers it. <laughs> And he says, I'm sorry, I suppose you could, like, um... I mean, there must be people in town who are selling daggers. They're not that expensive. But it won't be as cool. Like, slumps. <laughs> she puts her hand Selexia. on her... She puts her hand on her hip and points away. Like, it's in the universal get gesture of go away, get out. But Selixia, my best friend! <laughs> I thought we had something! Make me a diplomacy check. Not deception, okay. she'll see through that shit. <laughs> my diplomacy's two. Oh dear, that's not gonna oh, work. Oh, here we go. Eleven! That is a double crit fail. <laughs> <laughs> she basically kicks dirty. you on your ass out. <laughs> she picks you up by the collar and throws you away. Oh. Um, Fine, Beelzebub won't say no. Do you go to Beelzebub? Yes, he's yeah, going sure. to Beelzebub. Yeah, sure, here you go. Swords. Here's some daggers. Yeah, they're like small swords. He just grabs them and he fucking walks away. He stomps away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Volley, you've gotten some daggers. That's your moon day, I guess. I fucking guess. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Royari Ariato, are any of you doing anything for Moon Day? Does it involve bothering Celixia? <laughs> We're not going to bother Celixia. I'm gonna instead bother another religious person. <laughs> okay. Where's uh, that goddamn priest? Okay. Uh, so, do you want to go looking for this priest? Yes. Okay, I think you're going to need to use roll diplomacy to see if you can find him. Because it is a busy, busy uh, time right now. Wow, what the fuck? What'd you get? And that one. I rolled on that one again. Oh, oh dear. Um, Uh-oh. Damn, Ariato? Roll 20 does not like me right now. <laughs> Ariato, I think you get lost. <gasps> what the fuck? Um, I get here. <laughs> Just in the middle of the woods. I think I don't want this to be I, I like it's in that one. So you 100% fail at what you were trying to do. You do not find this man, but I will say you probably get something you weren't looking for. Okay. And Ariato, as you're kind of like uh, walking, you probably find yourself like outside a uh, like you're near a uh, seedy tavern. This is like towards the edge of town and like where the festivities mm -hmm. are less great. And it's around this point you're like, okay, I'm definitely not where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> but I think you kind of lean in when you hear a word that you really weren't expecting to hear and really were hoping not to hear. Mm -hmm. Crucifixion of all things. Huh? What? Ariadne, do you lean in? Yes. The commissioner's been hushing it up. One of them, like, there's two people. Um, they look to be like in their like forties. 
Um, both of them are clearly like logging workers, uh, but they're both very sweaty and kind of like drinking out in the like afternoon sun. And one of them leans over to the other and says, I'm serious. Crucifixion. The commissioner's been hushing it up, but some folks have been dying around town within the last month. Two people, Harper Fee and Miss Landra at the Stump and Shout, died in the middle of the night, but they were both fit as a fiddle the day before. There's some bloody business at hand for sure, and I swear... Nelva, my neighbour, she swears that it wasn't a natural cause. She says that they were found crucified in their own homes. The other one kind of waves his hands and says, That's rubbish, that is. The crucifixion things only happen with ants, some sicko. It was probably just died in their sleep, you know? It happens sometimes. I know that my uh, cousin died last year, middle of his sleep. Like, like, like nothing happened. Yeah, but what if? What if this person who's been attacking the animals, he's moving up the ladder now, the people? Ariata, you listen in, you're like, that's not good on multiple counts. I think Ariato backs up um, from the tavern. And immediately turns to go back to uh, to go back to the others and says to herself, "Well, I think I found our trouble." <laughs> oh. Wonderful. Okay, so you've got another lead, I suppose. Uh, Royari, while Ariato was trying to find her way back, because you, <laughs> after you turn around, I gotta tell the others. You turn around. Shit. <laughs> um, so it takes you a little bit to get back, but Royari, in the meantime. What do you do on your moon day? Mm, I'm not sure what I would do. Uh, you could buy advertisements if you so chose. Probably, or rather, like get their stands to do that. Yeah, but like, is it like the advertisings that you buy every time? Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, okay. So, Royari, I think you probably uh, rather than going to the consortium. You probably go into a printing shop to get stuff uh, printed, and because um, mm-hmm. you see all these corkboards, you're like, yeah, that'll be good. So the thing is that uh, you, I will let you know that the advertisement tier you buy now, um, it'll actually be a tier cheaper than normal because of how many advertising uh, boards there are around town. It'll be way easier to, for you to get the word out. So basically, um, for example, if you wanted to buy uh, a tier four ad, which costs 40 gold, mm-hmm. um, you would actually be getting a tier five ad. Oh, cool. Uh, so how much gold do you think you're willing to invest into this? Right now, the coffer of the uh, circus is uh, 400 gold. Um, probably that appear the, the thing... Or is it the amount that you said before then? The 40 gold? 40? 40? Okay. Uh, so that would be, uh, you'd spend 40 gold, uh, bring your coffer down to about uh, 470 gold because it was at 413. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a funny homestuck number. Lol. Shut up. Uh, so that brings it down to 372. Uh-huh. And uh, you immediately gain excitement. Or sorry you immediately gain some anticipation. Specifically, rather than getting uh, six free anticipation, you get nine free anticipation, bringing you up to 31 anticipation already on day one, as you uh, quickly distribute these flyers to your stands, who happily throw them up on the boards around town. (laughs) And I think it's the evening. 
you guys are having uh, dinner when Ariadne finally bursts back in. And you're like, wow, mm. Ariadne uh, must have had a really busy day. Hello, dear. How are you? Where have you been? I got lost. You got lost? Yeah. Are you okay? Did you die? No, here, you can feel my skin. Mm. I don't think Volio can tell when someone's alive or dead without odd bodies. I will actually say, Volio, you generally cannot. (laughs) Um, It's cool as stone. And then you realize, oh yeah, we don't really have body temperatures anymore. Wait, what? Yeah, because it feels her um, own skin. Oh my god, what the fuck? She checks her own pulse. <laughs> yeah, your pulse is there, but like it's it's like your blood is cool. And like it's like it's adaptable. Does that make sense? Don't like it. Because you're now partially you've got the power of stone in your souls, which uh makes sure that you don't heat up, don't cool down. That's an interesting side oh. effect. Kind of a uh, unsettling one, but if it works... I'm going to miss being a warm little boy. Yeah? Yes. It was my favorite pastime. I don't really know if that's how that works, but okay. You're all ignoring Ariadne's <laughs> magic journey. Oh, yes. How did you get, uh... <laughs> you got lost? Yeah, I was trying to find this fucking priest. <laughs> I assume you didn't find it. The one from like a way long time ago, the one that was out of town and apparently here. Ooh. But I think I found the trouble. Oh, <gasps> what is it? Let's get into it. The serial killer that remember when uh, we were found out that animals were getting crucified. Mm-hmm. Step above. Two people died in their own houses. Oh, is he crucified as well? Yeah. What? Oh, fuck. Yeah. That's definitely a serial killer. And apparently the commissioner has been covering it up. He's been covering that up? Yep. What a wet little mop! That's an interesting insult. I hate him. I mean, so do I. I hope he's next. (laughs) Alright. Well... I guess we should investigate it. That's true, I'd rather not anyone else get crucified. (laughs) If we find you serial killers, they'll all love us, and he'll have to let us in. Exactly, that's why I found that I, I found the trouble on accident when oh. I got lost. Good job. You should get lost more often, and he like pinches her cheeks. I, I, I don't know if that's do, a good idea. Do not get lost all of the time, Ariadne. You'll give me a heart attack, and then I'll die. But if you do, you'll find more important stuff. I. <laughs> all right, Folio. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, what is the plan now? Because, like, it's one thing to know, hey, we should investigate this, but, like, what do? Volio kind of puts their hands on the table, and they're like, mm, okay. Uh, we could either put all our ele- we could either put all our energy into finding this serial killer, or we could put all our energy into advertising? Not really. Well, I mean, doing little deeds. I've spent money on advertisements, and I can, I don't think that we really need to do as much advertising because I can just send out my little fan group to do it. That's true. I was planning on doing a stunt tomorrow, but if we have this information, we can just go and try and find it. A stunt? 
stunt? Yes, do we want to see? You can come along. What is the stunt that you are thinking of? Dangerous. A dangerous stunt? Oh my god, stunt? Volio, you fucking monster. You heard these guys like danger and immediately you're going to do something dangerous. What is wrong with you? You didn't catch on? No! <laughs> uh, oh my god. Sure is dangerous. You, you gave me the information that they like shit like that. Sure is fucking dangerous. What do you expect me to do with it? I will say, it? if you want, if any of you want to retrain your, uh, your things to temporarily have the injury trait, that would probably take a day to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it could be very cool. Um, be cool. Be so, do you guys want to head to bed for the night? And by head to bed, I mean mm-hmm. procrastinate going to sleep until the last possible moment because of yeah. your various sleep-related traumas. Except for Rayara, you get a good night's sleep. <laughs> <laughs> He's got, like, the cucumbers over his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a face mask and cucumbers on. <laughs> okay. Well, you all go to sleep, and it is viscerally uncomfortable for you, Ariato, as per usual. Oh. But you manage to get, get you manage to get through it without, you know, sleepwalking towards a mountain again. That's good, at least. Volia, you aren't visited by any worms. Which, by the way, it's just occurred to me, Volios mm-hmm. has not told anyone about the worms, huh? Yeah, no. That's wild. It's no one's fucking business. Royari and Ariadne have literally no idea. Cool. Nothing will come of that, I'm sure. Well, that's fine. Uh, morning comes. It's Toil's Day. Um, Hooray. You all wake up in the morning. Um, you see uh, the professor is happily chatting a little bit to Lorija. Uh, Lorija kind of like gives Royari like a small nod as he's getting up. Um, you see um, Axel is... He's practicing doing keepy-uppies with his uh, little stone. Keepy-uppies? Yeah, like, you know, like you kick it from one foot to the other. Back, fork, back, fork, keep it up. That's what you call it? What the fuck do you guys call it? Fucking hacky sack. Wild. Keepy-uppies is a better name. Anyway. Keepy-uppies? Yeah, you're keeping it up. Ew. (laughs) Anyway, um, Axel playing keepy-uppies with um, the Aeon Stone. I think stuff is mostly good. Um, Ariato, as you are getting up, however, you see um, someone is approaching the professor. Oh. And it is Dingo. Oh. And he is uh, kind of very awkwardly talking to the professor. And um, after a few moments of conversation, I think he looks up and sees you and kind of nods extremely awkwardly. And just shuffles. He's in the process of shuffling away unless you want to go catch him. Uh, I, I guess she approaches. Okay, uh, you approach him and he goes. <gasps> <laughs> Hi. Anyway. Um, hey, hi. Everything all right? Yeah, looks at you and he's like, "Oh yeah, no. Uh, sorry, I was just you know telling the professor that I went and talked to um to the commissioner yesterday. I didn't want to bother any of you." Uh, I I did it. Uh, thanks. Uh, did you did, did you get any progress? Is any crack? No, no. I kind of just stood there and mumbled a little bit, and he told me to get out. Oh, <laughs> I see. Okay. Loser. <laughs> uh, well. Um, do you mind? Do you mind? Uh, Ariato, was it Ariato? Yeah. 
Do you mind if I ask you a question real fast? She raises an eyebrow and goes, <laughs> uh-huh. How do you do your hair? It is absolutely gorgeous. Like, I'm trying to find, like, a proper way to do it myself. And also, like, I couldn't, I couldn't help but be, like, absolutely taken aback. Like, if I, if you, like, use anything in particular in your hair, like, honestly, like, I was, like, I was, you know, a little embarrassed to ask last time, but, like, I really, I'd love to know what you're doing in your hair. Uh, olive oil? His eyes widen a little bit. Really, olive oil? Yeah. Huh. It helps keep it smooth. Huh. And he, he pulls back a little bit. And he seems to have, like, completely loosened up. And if you huh. use coconut oil, it's not good for your scalp. Don't, do, don't you even fucking dare. I've, I've been using coconut oil. No. <laughs> That's literally all I've been using. No. Don't, don't, don't get into that fad, please. Olive oil. <laughs> He kind of pulls his hat off and he like rubs his scalp a little bit. Says, so, I've been sorry. I've been trying to make my hair look good. Have you been noticing it get dry? Yeah. Yeah, that's the coconut oil. Don't do that with your hair. Oh, bloody hell! Right. Thank you very much, Miss Ariato. Uh, uh-huh. Lovely talking to you. Good talking to you too. <laughs> I'm sorry for not making any progress with the whole thing there. Uh, see ya. You're okay. Okay, bye. <laughs> and he kind of huffs off. And Ariato, do you want to make a perception check? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a lot better. Uh, 33. Okay, Ariato, um, you kind of click. Oh my god, he was looking at me weird because he was trying to figure out what was up with my hair. The oh. others jumped to a conclusion. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Ariato is That's just like... ridiculous. It's just my hair. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> if either of you had gone to critical success, you would have figured it out. But no, you just passed a DC, so it's like... <laughs> uh-huh. Exactly according to Kikaku. Alright. God. Um, okay. Ariato, with a spring in your step and a weight off your shoulders, uh, you go to uh, meet up with Volio and Royari. Um, and you guys are able to discuss the plans for today. Mm-hmm. Amongst other things, if you so choose. Well, she's going to discuss, like, what just happened, but yeah. <laughs> uh, so you guys all meet up. What do you say to each other? So good news. Mm-hmm. Well, good and bad. Um, oh. I'll start with the bad first. <laughs> so Dingo met up with the commissioner. Yes. And he just stood there awkwardly and mumbled. So the commissioner told him to go away. Uh, yeah, so that that's about right. the fuck, Dingo. Yeah. Uh, good news, though. He was only mm-hmm. looking at me because of my hair. Oh, thank God. Your hair oh, is very good. pretty. We don't have to bury him. It's true. Bear? Excuse me. <laughs> hey, oh, it's simply a joke. Yes, a joke. Uh-huh. <laughs> smile. Uh-huh. Okay. 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 <laughs> anyway, what are we going to do today? <laughs> Straight to it. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> we have the crucifixions. Yes. But you also have your stunt. Yes, I do. Do you want to come view? <laughs> do we want to come view? 
I might get stabbed. I stabbed. It's possible I may lose a pinky. I I'm excited. Then we need to stand there to make sure you don't die. I can't. I can't die. Three knives can't kill me. Takes four at least. I'm gonna cast guidance on you just to make sure you don't. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Volia, do you want to run me through this little stump? Like, what's the plan here? Uh, yeah, so... Volia wants to go juggle some knives in the middle of town. God, okay. Uh, with, like, a little bit of a flare. Alright. Cool. So you guys head into Turpin Row. And, of course, the Stump Festival is swinging. And, Volia, you got some knives. Uh, and you kind of like set up. I think you probably uh, have Royari and Ariato uh, strategically in position to hand out flyers. Um, oh, and he's on his unicycle. Oh, you're. Oh, okay. Oh my god. All <laughs> right. Crazy. Mm-hmm. So the way he's this never is. Never done this before. Oh yeah, you have you ever <laughs> juggled before? He's juggled. He's very good at juggling, but he's never juggled knives. Yeah, see, the difference between juggling knives and juggling other stuff is there's only one way you can grab a knife. (laughs) Um, So this will... uh, So you're going to try... Oh, God. I think specifically because you haven't trained to do this yet, uh, you're going to have a minus two on this roll. That's fine. Um, Which makes it a plus 18. Because essentially you are doing take a risk. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. So you could, the way that this will work in this show is you can either spend a day of downtime uh, training to give yourselves the injury uh, traits to one of your things, mm-hmm. or in the show itself, you could take an action to take a risk, which gives it the injury traits mm-hmm. in exchange for a higher DC. So it's not optimal uh, in a show itself because uh, compared to like spending a time down, like in downtime training, because mm-hmm. it gives you a higher DC and a, uh, an action to do it. However, it does have some other benefits, but that's not important for this. What's important for this yeah. is you are currently taking a risk. You're on a unicycle, yes. and I'm going to say this is a sleight of hand check. Um, so this will be a performance roll. And depending mm-hmm. on how you do, uh, it will be... Yeah. And I think okay. if this works, you will gain anticipation instead of excitement. As I said. Cool. Volio, how do you do this? What 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 does this look like? Because like there are people in the town and I think people like look at you and like clap a little bit as you're making your way true, but none of them know what you're doing. So what do you do, Volio? Well, he gets onto his unicycle, uh, and he he's got like three of the knives in one of his hands, uh, and he, he gets on balance uh, and he starts wheeling back and forth. Uh, okay. a little bit in a circle also. And he starts throwing the knives up and starts to juggle them. Okay. Uh, so, Roy, uh, Volio, I want you to make me a performance check. Okay. Um. <laughs> uh-huh. Would you like to share with the class? <laughs> His dice are really good. Yeah? Big top? Big top? Big top! Oh my god. <laughs> Um, it's 38. Oh my god. I think without the minus two, it would have been 40. Okay, I think Ariana, like, as she's watching Volio, like, get up 
on the unicycle. She's like, oh, wait, I didn't cast guidance. And then he does really oh. fucking well. <laughs> I don't think you need Apparently not. When did he? St- when did they start using knives that well on a unicycle? <laughs> Volio, you bounce up onto your unicycle on one leg and start like balancing and juggling as quickly and as hard as you can. And it kind of like it's like you know when you're playing like a rhythm game and you switch into rhythm mode and you stop being conscious mm-hmm. for a few seconds as you just like like automatically move nearly it's like that you just juggle these knives super well and I think a crowd really quickly grows as they're watching you Um, they are absolutely astounded by this Um, you see people like gasping and cheering Um, some people like uh, pointing and like stopping each other in the street to watch you see people like double taking and like turning back from like watching you for a few minutes and yeah, it it really fucking works well. Um, on a critical success volume, you uh, gain anticipation equal to twice your charisma. What is your charisma modifier? Uh, plus two, so that's four. That's four an- anticipation, I think. So that is going to be uh, brought up to 35. Um, Royari, this also doesn't count towards your promoting circus. So you can actually promote a circus today if you'd like. Then he will. Okay. Oh, do I get to choose how I finish off this trick? Oh, or for do I sure. That? You will. You will have to. Uh, you'll finish off your trick. I think this is Royari is mm-hmm. handing out uh, flyers with Ariato. Uh, if both of you want to roll um, society on this, uh, you will be able to help. Mm-hmm. You'll be able to do this. You know what I mean? Twenty-three. Twenty. Okay. Uh, so, yes, the two of you work together very nicely, and you succeed. I mean, you generate anticipation equal to your charisma modifier, Royari, Ooh. plus two from Ariato. Uh, so, so how much is that going to be? Um, it's four plus two, so six. All right, so that's going to be 41 anticipation. Already, there's more people who are, like, talking about your show. Like, e- each time, you're like... There's like that was our biggest show yet. Already day two, with the merchandise that you've got and the uh, this advertising you've done, you've already got 41 anticipation. Your fame is absolutely exploding, and I guess it helps that you've got a clown who is supernaturally good at juggling. I guess. <laughs> Volio, how how do you do this? How do you end your little trick? Do I get to this, or do I have to roll for it? You just get to do it. Okay, cool. So, Volio finishes off his uh, little juggling trick uh, by throwing all three of them up at the same time. Um, they'll come down at, like, different speeds. But uh, he catches one in his right uh, hand, the other in his left hand, and one between his teeth. Jesus! The crowd explodes in, uh, in applause, cheering and, uh, like, cheering in glee and uh, happiness as you put on one hell of a show. Like, nothing from the Stump Festival is this cool. Um, <laughs> you dismount your uh, ting, you shout out, go to the circus, and you scamper off. Um, Odd Buddy kind of makes his way out from the bag of weasels, and he's like, Sick tricks! Thank you. Careful when you go in, say you may come out a different man. <laughs> um, Royari and Ariato, you're able to meet up with Volio following that pretty fucking sick, like, little stunt. Holy fuck. How did you know how to do that? 
So you just... I didn't! Uh, okay. What? Oh, I've never done that before. Don't you know? No. Do you often do things like this where you have no idea if they'll work? If I'm bored, yes. Okay. No, I'm not gonna question it. <laughs> it's better if you don't. Seems that way. Okay. So I'm gonna say that's just Volio's thing today. Um, because he had to spend time actually prepping for it. But Ariato and Royari, if there's anything you would like to do this fine Toil's Day, you may! Uh, Royari turns to, um, to, to Ariato. Ariato? And it's like, so you found, um, people talking about people being crucified and that being covered up. Yep. Should we look into that, maybe? Yes. I prefer if no one else died. Uh, that is very preferable, yes. Let's pray no one else died. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so if you two want to go, like, do that now, while Volio's, like, promoting the circus a little more and talk to people, you can. Let's do that. Uh, sure. Do that. Okay. Do you guys want to spend uh, the day doing this? Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. Roll me a diplomacy check. Plus 23, that's a 30. <laughs> yeah, okay. And Ariato? 26. Okay. Uh, you two, I think, probably... Ariato, you show Royari where you think you got lost, and you do find this shady tavern. Uh, the Haggard Stump. They really like their fucking trees here. <laughs> and you kind of make your way in. And uh, you talk around for a bit before eventually you get... Uh, some info from a a uh, half-orc man who's kind of got like a, a beer belly and uh, he's kind of wiping some uh, frog from his face as you kind of sit with him. He's like, uh, yeah, I know about uh, I know about the debts. What do you ask? Uh, we heard about them from the next town over and it just... We're trying to solve them. Yeah, it just seems like a really weird running trend, and we would like it to stop before other people get hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, there's a lot of misinformation about it going around. Oh, yeah. Some people are saying that they died in their sleep. Like, that doesesn't happen. People don't just randomly die in their sleep when they're 20. Yeah. So, let me tell you what happened. What I know. Mm-hmm. I got uh, my sniffer in all this. Tarkorfi and Miss Landra. They're the, both, uh, the two most recent deaths in town. Both these deaths, they are murders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Harper was the town drunk. Shiftless slayer, though, but harmless enough. Miss Landra was a cheery woman who weighed tables at Turpin Row's busiest restaurant, the Stumpin' Chow, but were discovered in similar circumstances two mornings apart. Stone dead. Just east of town, in pools of blood running from their hands and noses. Uh, they were held up on the walls, and they had deep knife wounds in them. The commissioner hasn't done much about these killings, since neither victim was technically an employee of the Yalborough Consortium. Murders could cause even more... The murders would normally cause even more outrage or panic in other times. But I think there's been keeping everyone on really focused on the Stump Festival. Even had the bodies buried here in Turpin Row instead of sending them off to character Upper Vandy. It's not good. 
And I have a feeling I know what it is. What's mm -hmm. causing it? Yeah? Things have been shambling through the woods recently, usually at night. Whatever they are, they aren't human. They smell awful. It's not a good idea to go wandering around the trees uh, these days. Some of the loggers usually base further out, feel safer here in the town. It's a good thing it's a stump festival, I suppose. Yeah, good thing. These, these wandering monsters wouldn't trust him. It's good to not trust any monster. <laughs> <laughs> True. Speaking of monsters, I actually have a theory as to where they're coming from. Oh? Yeah? There's this ancient tower outside of town. Same direction, actually, up in the northeast. Is that so? The old forest tower. No one goes there because it's cursed. If you look too closely at its light, you turn into a foul beast. Interesting. Okay. I'd say if you're looking for directions, if that's uh, what's on your mind to go seek them out, you probably want to go to the local distillery. They know the best way there. Do you know where that is? The distillery? Yes. Uh, Terp Spirit Distillery. He kind of, like, reclines a little bit. It's four miles southeast of Turpin Road, near the northeast edge of the Immenwood. That's where they, they still do their stuff. Uh, you know, harvesting resin from the Terranbit trees, distilling into Turp. You probably get there after a little bit of walking. Although, we haven't had any of their people come down. Probably overworking them as always. Well, thank you. He kind of like uh, gives you a conspiratorial look and says, "Look with that information, friends. Don't get into any too much trouble for yourselves." No, we won't. We won't. And with that, you've received some interesting invest information. And so it is the uh, is coming towards the evening, and you guys probably all meet up back towards the camp. Uh, Volio's probably there after he was like done doing his thing. So you like he, he greets them. Um, he's like, "What did you find out? Anything good? What's the tea?" Well, as the kids say, is that what the kids are saying now? I don't know. I hear your stand saying oh, it. Oh, that's fair. Well, we've got a destination. We know the general place where we can find the Aeon, the Aeon Tower. Oh, that's great. And first we'll have to go to the distiller the distillery. It's like four miles south west east. What was the Dariada? Uh east. it was east. We just need to go there and then ask for direction. Yeah, cause uh apparently the uh the guy that we talked to, he said that the mm -hmm. murders were probably orchestrated by Monsters from the forest that smelled really fucking bad. Oh, so gay. Yep. My favorite little boys. <laughs> I don't know if they're my favorite. I like them. You, for some reason, like the way they smell. Has it been the same lately? But yes. What does that even mean? Anyways, it sounds fine. But yes, we should head there. The thing tomorrow. That sounds about. Yeah, that we sounds can do fun. that. Aye, captains. Well, smash cut to first thing tomorrow, everybody. Woo! You guys make your way out to the southeast of um, the of Turpin Row, heading towards the distillery. 
Uh, so as you guys are approaching, you see something really weird. Mm-hmm. A silence de- descends upon the forest as the tracks reach the distillery, constructed in the middle of a grove of Terranbit trees. It's possible to see where workers have driven metal gutters into tree trunks to gather the sap in pots of clay. Two structures stand in a little clearing along with a single wagon. The largest structure is a combination bunkhouse and covered shed with an oven and tanks for distilling the terp spirits. A second covered shelter stands some distance away and contains barrels awaiting shipment. The pungent smell of chemical hangs uh, heavy along with traces of Zulgat stench. The bloody corpse of a horse lies dead in the wagon's traces. Ooh. It's not normal. No? No, not at all. I don't think distilleries usually have dead horses. No, um, they're distilleries. Unless this is a new recipe. Ew. Oh, God. Gross. I don't like it either. That's already disgusting as is. True. There's, like, as you kind of look around, you see that, like, there's blood stains all over the floor. Mm-hmm. Which looks like there's been a struggle. But there are no bodies or evidence of combatants. Except for the horse. Except for the horse. Horses don't- the horse is super fucking dead. Horses don't usually struggle like that. Um, do you think this is his lair? Like his killer shack? Like the murderer? Like in Dead by Daylight? What the fuck is Dead by Daylight? My favorite book, anyways. Okay. Um, this looks like a... where some dirty business goes down. Yes? Yeah. Uh, we should probably investigate a little bit more because we still can't see what's inside. True. Is the blood, like, fresh? Is this old blood? What's going uh, on? Would you like to make a quick medicine check? Yeah, he snips it. <laughs> 17. That's a flat check. Yeah, no, this is dry. It's been dry. You can tell that much. It looks older. It's not fresh. He's not here, I don't think. Well, we could probably still figure out more if we go in. Well, yes, keep your weapons out just in case. Oh, absolutely. Maybe he likes to hang around dry blood. Is this just on the map? This, like, body over here? Or yeah, I think, like... as you're, like, getting closer to the wagon, you can tell that there's some bodies in that wagon. And they're, like, wrapped oh. up. A party... I uh, guess we know why they haven't been coming back down. Yeah. Because did. But that can't be everybody here. I sure hope not. You want to identify him? There's only two bodies in here. They're both wrapped up. And one of them is really weird shaped. Weird shaped. Yeah. It doesn't look like a person. It It's really uh, hunched it over. Um, and it's got like a... Like a you think it's got a tail? Volume, do you unwrap the normal looking one or the not normal one first? I'd say he goes for the n- normal looking one first. Um, you quickly unwrap, and Volio, you see that there is indeed a dead man in there. Ah, <clears throat> uh, charming. Um, he's been partially preserved, uh, look, by the looks of it, by tr- for transport. Do you want to make another medicine mm. check? 
Yes. Do the smite dice. Ariana's gonna do the same thing. I think she's like peeking in the thing. Ten. Volley, <laughs> this guy's dead. Oh my god, he's dead. Uh, twenty-eight. Okay. Nine. He's dead, Royari. Wow. Ariato, you quickly look for the telltale signs that you are expecting to be there, and they are indeed there. The man has holes in his hands, um, and you can see that something was inserted into his nose to his brain while he was asleep. Or while he was asleep, no. Uh, before he died. It's the exact same thing that happened to that Zulgat. Uh, I said Deep Maul last time. Um, sorry, I said Deep Mount last time. I meant Tosh Maul. Uh, Tosh Maul's are the psychic ones. Deep, deep Mount just means priest. That's fair. Okay. Tosh Maul's, they're the psychic ones. And that was what you saw crucified last time. And this guy has the same telltale signs of having been crucified. That's a turd body. Mm. It's about to be a force. Let's open the other one. Oh my god. Okay. As you open the other one, Ariato, you quickly realize, oh fucking shit. Hmm? That's a Zulgat. Oh god, what? Like a full-on regular Zulgat. This is a regular ass Zulgat. What the fuck? And it also has the uh, same telltale signs of hole in hands and weird bloody rod shaped thing by the nose. And it's the same thing with the lobotomy as well. What the fuck is going on? Wait, does the regular body have the They lobotomy? both do. Yeah, they both do. That's a fact. <laughs> this is weird. This is getting strange. So it wasn't just the psychic Zulgath. That one wasn't like a power thing then. It was just... A sick dude doing sick shit. I, I guess... Hmm. This is weird. But then you also have to wonder, why did the Zulgat let that be there? Maybe they thought it was funny, I don't know. Let's check inside. See if we can find more things. Yes, good idea. Sure. Okay. Uh, you guys are kind of circling around to the bottom now. And as you are doing so... Um, you can see that the southern end of the distillery is indeed the distillery itself. Um, it is the covered distillery with an oven and metal tanks for the distilling process. Clay pots of terrambit resin are carried up to the platform above and poured into the tanks for distillation before the finished product is placed into barrels inside, probably. There doesn't seem to be anything particularly strange there. Where's the entrance to the just like the stiller, like proper? Uh, well, it doesn't seem to be on the south side, and it wasn't on the uh, east side, on the west side, which is where you guys came from, because there was just chimneys on that side. Volu kind of like goes around the back a little bit more to this okay. side. Uh, Volu, as you're kind of going around the back, you can actually see that there are windows, windows Ooh. that are boarded up and barricaded. Oh shit! You can see in kind of. But it, there's mostly just stuff in the way preventing you from seeing any details. It looks like they've been shoved almost to protect the inside. Because mm. it's weird. So I'll it up. Mm. Mm. 
The windows. One minute. Uh, Rari sort of calls out. Is, is anybody in there? Um, I think Royari, there's like, a, there, you hear like noise from the inside, and that noise is shush, shush. Can we help you? And you, you see a panicked face come up to the window, and like they look at you through the thing, and they're making, like they've got a finger to their lips, and they look really, really, really distressed as they're like putting a finger up to that lips, like shh, 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 shh. As you're kind of standing there, like, what the fuck? You hear some noises. Not from mm-hmm. inside. Uh-uh. But from the trees that are north of this uh, distillery. And those are familiar noises. Saurian screeches. And you realize with a dull start that there is movement in the trees. The trees which evidently are facing the front door. Mm. And you see in the trees eight Zulgat. What the fuck? And they're cl- like jumping from tree to tree closer towards you guys with like a glee on their faces um, as they're pointing and uh, they start like chittering loudly in undercommon. Undercommon which Volu you quickly understand to mean over there look they got out let's get them they're defenseless and then you hear another one being like wait a moment these don't look like the prey these just look like wait are those that's the circus (laughs) um and you hear another one being like perfect we'll rip them bone from bone and cook them in our meal pits like the rest of those foolish surface dwellers who dared to fight back against us Oh, it's less funny. No, for real. I really don't think we should fight the circus. Like, like the cash. Super got me up by that, didn't you? Doesn't matter. We'll cook them up and we'll eat the burnt char off their bones. Oh, you want to see burnt? <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, as these guys are jumping out from the trees, you see there's movement from inside as panicked survivors... Uh, kind of push uh, stuff up to the barricades even more, and uh, the Zulgat descend on you. Teats, like, push into snarls as uh, they get ready to hunt you for food, just like they've evidently been hunting these distillery workers who may have been trapped here for days. This episode of Dice and Roll would not have been possible without the help of our Patreon supporters. Gizmo, Dimitri, Matthew, Coach McHorse, 
Fabel McElduff, Black Dragon Gaming, Ava, Chris Lutman, Rem T. Bright, Lonesome Chunk, Rick Jones, Steph, Emmelyn, Cone Without Name, Sean C., Skyly Peep, Natasha Lumley, Rhiannon C., Elizabeth, Jenna Mitchell, James R., Kane Kendrick, Don Bewley, Sky Evangeline, Tesla Et, Triceratops, Grey Kitsune, Jolene, Anna Maria, Felicia, Roxy, Sonia, Jordan, Cynical Spinstress, Casey Corn, Emlyn Moderna, John DePocorder, SS66Seeker, Leon, Lynx, Dame Valerie III, and Sierra. If you want to support the show, check out patreon.com slash dice roll and see what you can get for helping us keep it rolling. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.